and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people just like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Before I introduce today's guest, I just want to let you guys know that Own Your Health, which is the third collaboration I've done with Glenn Merzer, is going to be available next week. So please be sure you're on my mailing list so I can email you all the ways to get the bonuses, which are not only a bunch of free recipes, but you can get the audible copy for free if you buy when we say. So make sure you get on my list before we send that out. I contributed 81 recipes to this book and about 35 from my friends who are well-known bloggers, and I think you'll really enjoy it. So today's guest comes all the way from Phoenix. He actually interned at the True North Health Center, if I'm not mistaken, but that's not where I met him. I actually met him at a college where I was attending a lecture six years ago of Dr. Alan Goldhammer. He's got a great story of recovery using, of course, plants. Please welcome Dr. Benjamin Benulis. Thanks so much for doing this. Hey, Chef AJ. Good to see you again. Great to be here. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I'm real excited to uh, have a conversation and share and be here today. You're so welcome. And I loved your story. So I'm going to let you tell it because I watched a bunch of your YouTubes yesterday and I have lots of questions based on those. But why don't you tell our audience in case they're not familiar with you, who you are and how you came to the, the conclusions you've come to about health and diet? Sure. So uh, my name is Dr. Benjamin Benoulis. And before I was a doctor, I worked as an engineer in the telecom industry for like nine, 10 years. And um, I really didn't have any, any interest in anything like, you know, diet or, or um, uh, health or anything like that. Um, and I definitely didn't think there was any sort of connection. I was well bought into the, just the pharmaceutical model of things uh, until I got sick in my late twenties. And um, at the time I didn't really know what was going on. There was no, um, like there was no manual to figure it out, but I basically had uh, chronic fatigue, uh, chronic muscle pain, aching all over my body, um, eczema on my hands, uh, really, really bad digestive issues, like really bad, and um, and uh, and brain fog to where I was having a hard time just doing my job and functioning day to day. And so there's not really a name for this disease. It is just sort of like I don't feel good, and it just progressed and progressed and progressed. Uh, until it became, it became difficult to do my job. I just wanted to sleep during the weekends. Every meal I ate felt like it was just going to just like tear me apart. And, um, and, and so I started eventually when things got really bad, because it, it took me a while to swallow my pride and go, I guess I should go see the doctor. And, uh, you know, you think that you come to them, like I have these problems and they give you a medicine and then, and then you're healed and you're good. And you go on life, life is rosy after that. But, uh, not quite what happened. Um, I pretty much got the runaround. No one really seemed to care, could like figure out what was wrong. They do a bunch of blood tests on me. And, you know, thank goodness I had insurance because they were like doing all these lab tests. Like, well, you know, good news. Like we got the lab tests and everything looks normal. So awesome. And of course that doesn't help me feel better. Right. And, um, and so, you know, they put me on some prescription medications that you know, and I hadn't even got a diagnosis of anything. And they put me on some prescription and over-the-counter medications that just really didn't do much or made me worse. Um, and so eventually I just got tired of like going to the gastroenterologist and going to the, like the, the, the dermatologist and just kind of get like appointments, appointments, appointments of people who didn't have a clue, but like, to be honest. And, um, and so I eventually said, okay, forget this. Like, I got to figure this out. (laughs) 
because you know, if they do, it's going to take them a long time, which they may never. So I just started researching and I'm like looking into all this stuff, reading articles, reading books, um, you know, watching, um, documentaries, things like that. And, um, you know, trying a bunch of things and, you know, I kept coming across this, oh, well, you know, if you change your diet, like you can heal from these chronic health conditions. And I thought, oh, well, that sounds kind of good, but I'm not ready to go that route. That's crazy. Like that's, that's a little far-fetched. So I just tried like supplements and, and, um, things like that. And eventually I got to the point where it was like, well, I've exhausted everything else I can figure out. So I guess I'm going to give this whole, like eating healthier thing a shot. And, um, and I really didn't like have a strategy. I was just like, I should eat more fruits and vegetables. Cause I think in kindergarten, they said like, those are the good foods you should eat more of. And when I really like checked in with myself, I was like, wow, I don't really eat any fruits and vegetables. I just eat, you know, pizza and, 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 and um, Chinese food and burritos. And, you know, maybe, you know, maybe there's occasional leaf of lettuce in there, but really I'm, I'm really not doing the fruits and vegetables at all. So I said, okay, I don't like to cook at all. I don't like to be involved in the kitchen. I just microwave everything. So what I'll do is I will um, use a blender because that's like a microwave, right? Like you, you open it up, you throw in the food and you close it and you hit a few buttons and then bam, a little while later, food's ready, like magic, right? So I had this mentality, I was lazy. So I just started throwing whatever in the blender and drinking it. And, um, you know, sometimes it tasted good. Sometimes it tasted terrible, but I started to notice that my symptoms started to improve. And, um, it was then that, uh, I decided, okay, well, I should figure out some recipes for these smoothies. Like I am just throwing like broccoli in with like bananas and pears and like, you know, jalapeno pepper and hoping it tastes good. It's not going to work that way. Um, so I started looking up recipes on YouTube and that was just, that was just like opening up, you know, like a good version of Pandora's box. Like just, wow. Okay. All, all these people are like healing from chronic disease and doing raw foods and plant-based diets. And I found out about like T. Colin Campbell and Caldwell Esselstyn and, and it just became like a full-time hobby of like learning this stuff. And, uh, you know, it took me, um, and, I, and then I dove into, you know, lifestyle change full on, um, you know, became a vegan within, you know, a few months of that, um, just started hitting the fruits and vegetables really hard, raw foods. And, um, and like, not only got well, but got to feeling better than I knew you could feel. Like there was like, I here I was before, and then I got sick. But then after I changed my diet, I went like, like off, off the screen. And so I became very evangelical. It's like telling everybody, no, like, oh, you got to do this, like plant-based diets, raw foods, like fruits and vegetables, green smoothies, like everybody has to know. And of course, everyone thought I was crazy because I didn't have any visible signs of being sick in the first place. So they thought Ben was faking it when he was being sick. Now he's just being a weirdo with all these smoothies. Um, we're not going to listen to him. But uh, I, I knew just through the course of this, like meeting a lot of people, that got into this because also they had chronic diseases and were getting results. I knew that it worked and I realized there was a big gap because I had been to all these doctors who didn't tell me a darn thing about diet, even gastroenterologists who their job is to like work with your digestive system. Just think food's not an, even an issue. Um, and so there, there was a big gap in what was available. And I said, okay, you know, I, you know, I hit 30 was kind of dissatisfied with my job. I had this real big paradigm revelation about how health worked. And uh, I was like, okay, I'm just going to like 
I'm going to be the doctor that helped, that's going to help the people um, like me who couldn't get any answers. And so, you know, and so since then it's exploded, like, you know, veganism, plant-based diets, all that has has exploded in popularity. Um, But there's still plenty of people running around out there who, who don't know when they're putting themselves on like immunosuppressive drugs where it's like, oh, your immune system's attacking your body. So we're going to suppress your immune system. So it stops doing that. It's kind of a problem. We're in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) Kind of need your immune system. So um, offering, you know, a better strategy Um, and it works. It's worked for for plenty of people, plenty of people I've worked with. And um, and so that's that's really my job now is to to help people heal with diet and lifestyle and, you know, fruits and vegetables. Yeah, it's amazing. You're not the first doctor I've talked to that actually became a doctor because of being a patient and being unsatisfied with the care and, you know. And, and I think that, you know, in my opinion, like the best ones are, because if you just go into it thinking like, oh, this is a fun way to make a living. People like me, I'll make a lot of money, but you can't really like empathize with anybody who's coming in the door. You're going to have a hard time, I think. I don't know. I, I think, um, I think uh, like there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot to be said about, you know, people with personal health journeys and, and AJ, I know you've had yours too as well. <laughs> And similar to you, mine was really caused by not eating fruits and vegetables for 43 years. Even though I was a vegan, that's the hilarious thing is that I could still manage to get to almost 200 pounds and have the beginning of colon cancer and be vegan for 26 years. How, uh, but like you, I, I, you know, I was, I was, I, I, if I watched your YouTube channel correctly, it sounded like you were hundred percent raw for a very long time. And then when you went to true North, you started including some of the cooked foods, the vegetables yeah. and starches. And now you're, you're not hundred percent, but you feel just as good. Cause for me, for, for healing, I used hundred percent raw, but now I, I need me some, some starch. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I still, um, like it's, I can't just, go on all cooked foods. Like I have to have, you know, if I don't have my, my fruit in the morning and my smoothie for lunch, it's like, it's, it's gonna be hell to pay. Like, yeah. I get you, know, you mentioned brain fog. What, what does that feel like? Cause that, that seems to be a symptom. And like, so I talked to people that, that didn't know they had celiacs. It seems to be a symptom in so many diseases. Um, so I don't think that there, there's like, you know, a, a specific diagnosis um, for it, but it's definitely like, if you have trouble concentrating, like I used to do, do a lot of spreadsheets in my old job. It was like, I had to sit down and do a lot of math and we'll do a lot of analytical thinking stuff. And it, be, what used to be easy became hard <laughs> and nothing changed. Like how was, how did it go from like, okay, I could look at a spreadsheet and do what I needed to do with it to, um, to, uh, why, like sitting there for five minutes, like staring at it, like, eyes hurting like what's why can't I figure this out um so that was that was brain fog for me at least difficulty concentrating difficulty thinking clearly great so how how do you help patients now so now I work with people one-on-one and basically coach them through uh with diet and lifestyle and um I also uh, am in private practice as a chiropractor, and I do that too. But um, mainly, I, I coach people um, all over the world. I have people in like Indonesia right now, and um, and so yeah, that's and just basically transition them on to a, a whole food, plant based diet, mostly or all raw, and just work with them uh, to to heal uh, themselves, help them through all the bumps in the road that come up because changing your diet and lifestyle 
on paper, I can just say, hey, go and eat fruits and vegetables and you're good for the rest of your life, right? But this rubber meeting the road is a little tough. There's a lot of things that come up. There's, you know, family members who are unsupportive, partners that are unsupportive, jobs they got to navigate through, social situations. So I help them through all that stuff to make sure that they, you know, stay accountable and stick with it. And that's, that's, uh, that's what I do now. So you do you work on the phone through Zoom like this? Because you don't have to be in Phoenix then just to see you. Nope, nope, through Zoom, yeah. That's great. Well, I've, I've posted some links because I know people could even just like Dr. Goldhammer have a free call with you to see if working with you is something that would work for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Happy to do that with people. Yeah. So what kind of miracles have you seen in your patients? Um, well, let's see. I've had, um, you're probably familiar with ulcerative colitis. So that's an autoimmune condition of the large bowel where it becomes inflamed and they have horrible digestive symptoms we won't get into. And a lot of them get put on immunosuppressive drugs, um, but then eventually it gets to the point where they tell them, well, we have to cut your colon out, right? Like we have to cut it out and then you're no longer having a normal bowel movement anymore. You just got a bag taped to the side of your stomach. Um, you know, you survive, but like you're still rolling without a colon as they say, but we'd like to avoid that if possible. And so I have, um, you know, I had one student who, um, you know, he did my program. They went into, you know, they told him he had to have the surgery. And he said, well, I'm going to try this first. And they went and re-scoped him after he did the program. They said, well, something's wrong, right? Because we, we got to do your scope again, because this scope we have is a normal colon. And that, that's, that's obviously a mistake. They scope him again. <laughs> like, no, we didn't make a mistake. It is a normal colon. You no longer have the signs of the disease. What happened? What'd you do? And he says, oh, well, you know, his, his doctor put me on this program where I eat all these fruits and vegetables and, and, um, and uh, you know, I did that. And they're like, yeah, okay, whatever, get out of here. Just come back if it comes back. And, um, you know, had uh, someone who had lupus, she um, was put on this drug called prednisone for it. And um, the prednisone like threw her blood sugar off so bad that she would like yell at her husband, yell at her kids, like, oh. And I remember being on a, on a call with, with her and her husband. And he's like, if you can just get her mood stabilized, like that's like, that's even worse than the pain she goes through. Cause lupus, like the, the side effects of the drugs to treat the disease have become worse than the disease. So, um, you know, she did my program, she got symptom free. And what was really cool was that she had two disease conditions, chronic disease conditions. She didn't even tell me about that healed until later. She's like, Oh, well, I've always had this thing in my face that, um, that like the skin condition of my face that I've put an ointment on and put like creams and all this stuff. And, and that just went away. And then she also had, um, I guess, precancerous lymph nodes in her armpit that were swollen. And then when she went back for a checkup, they're like, well, your, your lymph nodes are no longer swollen. Um, so, you know, when you supply the body, the conditions to create health, it creates health. And so it's not like this is some sort of, um, uh, program to only treat one specific disease or one condition. Like th that's not really how the body works. Like these names of diseases are arbitrary diagnoses that we give, but when you provide the body conditions to create health, it, all diseases tend to just reverse. 
Yeah, a lot of people are commenting on what you said about prednisone. And now I'm scared because I was just prescribed nine days today for a torn rotator cuff that for nine months, it's been like killing me. So now I'm going to think twice about taking it. But there's something about filling the prescription, even if you don't take it, that makes me feel better. I don't, I can't explain it, you know, like just knowing it's there in case, I guess. But thanks for saying that. So there's a question about hypothyroidism from Andrea. Can her hypothyroidism be cured with diet? Um, so... The answer is probably, and I don't really like to use the word cured, but we can reverse. Um, most hypothyroidism is an autoimmune hypothyroidism where the immune system attacks the thyroid. And that can definitely be reversed with diet. Now there are other hypothyroidisms that are caused by like iodine deficiency and some rare ones, but you know, we can run some labs and say, okay, is it Hashimoto's? Is it, is it autoimmune thyroid hypothyroid? And if so, yeah, definitely. Nice. So let's find the question here. Oh yeah. So a lot of people, Annette's saying her son has all sort of colitis, wish he would eat this way. Do you know who Shamiz is? Shamiz, no. Oh, he's, he's a guy with a channel who basically had all sort of colitis and, you know, had like a ton of, he was just really, really sick. And he went on a healing diet like this, mostly raw food, mostly smoothies. And I interviewed him for the, the GI health summit, but it, I think one of the saddest things I ever saw was once when I was working at true North, it was a 20, 29 year old guy who had that and he had his colon out and he's had a bag and he was like, he said, nobody ever told me there was another option. And, you know, once, you know, once you get your colon out, it doesn't, you can't get another colon. Yeah. Yeah. And so like the guy who found me didn't get another option. He's just like, I really, really don't want to lose my colon. So I'm going to just type into Google, like, how can I heal sort of play this naturally? You know, like just sort of people are like, okay, I hear that alternative medicine stuff is hocus pocus, but like, I really want to keep my colon. So I'm at least try it. Cause they're going to cut it out anyway. So you might as well give it a shot. But yes, it's very tragic that people get, you know, organs cut out of them. Um, thyroids get cut out, you know. Um, it's like we should exhaust conservative measures first. I think, you know, what's funny is Dr. Goldhammer, True North, used to be called the Center for Conservative Therapy. But I think maybe, you know, people thought that that was like political or something. So we had to change the name to True North Health. Uh, but it's just this idea that like, let's conserve your body and your organs and your body parts before, you know, let's try that. And then if that doesn't work, then we can cut them out. Yeah. So tell us about your time at True North. When was that? And what, how was that experience for you? Oh my God. That was, that was just, you know, one of the highlights of my life. That was uh, September to December of 2016. So like right around the election time, last election cycle, basically like this time four years ago. And, um, and, you know, it, it was pretty wild because Dr. Uh, Clapper was still working there and he would, um, you know, he would work with the interns every Wednesday. And I mean, he, like, I, I've known the guy for years I've followed him. Like, so it was like really like an opportunity to meet your heroes. But then like on the interns, wow, he just hammered us. Like he, he wanted to make sure we walked out of there, like being good doctors, like knowing our stuff. So he would just like quiz you and quiz you and back you in a corner and like ask you all this crazy stuff that he expected you to know. And then when you didn't know, he would kind of like act like, Oh my God, I can't believe you don't know this here. You need to know this. Um, so that was, that was really cool. And then just getting to see these, um, these health stories happen firsthand because, um, you know, I can come on here and I can tell everybody I healed or, you know, people that worked with me healed, or you can tell your story, but when someone comes in sick and you watch them over the course of a month or two months, 
go from like chronically ill, diabetic, hypertensive, autoimmune, whatever, and you see them get well in front of your eyes over a short period of time. There's like, cause you know, you kind of, when someone posts a forks over knives article, like this guy lost 150 pounds, you kind of know the end of the movie before you see the beginning. And this, like you're watching it all unfold. You're watching it happen. You don't know if they're going to get well, but they always do. And um, that, I think that was the, the most miraculous and most fun part of, of being at True North. Yeah. Did you ever water fast yourself? I did not. I missed my opportunity. I'm kicking myself, but no, I did not water fast. Yeah. Me neither. Yeah. That, how long were you there for? Three, three months. Wow. That must've been great. And then one of the best things about there is you don't have to cook. No. Yeah. Yeah. You can just eat the, the food is, is amazing. I mean, Ramsey's Bravo is just like next level. Like the food there is just, it's so good. Yep. So we have a few questions from live viewers. Stephanie says, I've had muscular fatigue and elevated CK for six months and blood labs run and EMG all normal, no diagnosis, still in pain. Where do I go to solve this? I'm whole food plant-based diet for years, normal weight on low side exercise regularly, complete mystery where I should look for the answer. Um, let's see, I would say, talk to me, let's do a free console, we'll dig around and figure out, like if I can't help you, I'll find someone who can. That's so nice, thank you. So here's something I, I have to stop being vain and just wear my glasses. From Cheryl, I was diagnosed with Stills disease and told I would have to take Acturma or something similar for the rest of my life. What do you think? I don't like the thought of doing anything for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I'm not familiar with Stills disease offhand. So um, I, I would have to look that one up. Okay. Do you have any suggestions, says Corinne, for whole food plant-based one can eat when you have multiple myeloma, cancer of the bone marrow? Um, so, I mean, multiple myeloma is pretty, pretty serious cancer. Um, so, you know, it's it really no different, the whole food plant-based that you eat when you're sick versus when you're well. Um, I don't think it should interfere with your ability to like, like if you need a feeding tube and have somebody you know, shoot green smoothie down your throat. I don't think it comes to that, but um, I would say just, um, you know, and, and I'm not making any claims that that whole food plant-based or, or raw food, raw vegan can cure any sort of cancer, but it's definitely like in your best interest to create as much health as possible. Um, so yeah, I would say, you know, it really doesn't change. I would say lean more towards the, the raw fruits and vegetables than, than the cooked plants, but do something you can sustain. Or maybe consider going to True North for a water fast. Dr. Goldhammer is going to be on the show tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Yes. Yeah, definitely. You can, and you can do a free consult with True North. If you're like, well, that sounds kind of crazy. I don't know about the water fast. Call them. You talk to them for free. Just like you can talk to me for free. Have a chat and they'll decide whether or not they think you can help you. Nice. I looked up Stills disease and it says a type of inflammatory, a rare type of inflammatory arthritis that features fevers, rash, and joint pain. Okay. Yeah. I'd have to look more into it to be able to comment. Okay, cool. So what do you, what do you do for fun? Uh, well, Arizona is a big outdoor state. So there's a lot of hiking. Um, you know, it's like, it's hot in Phoenix. You travel one, two hours North or South, you can get to, you know, the mountains, you can get to, you know, rivers, lakes and streams, cooler climate. So love that stuff. Camping. Snowboarding in the winter is actually not that far away either. Um, I was a competitive hacky sack player for many years. Um, still do that from time to time. 
also do an amateur stand-up comedy. Hopefully the comedy clubs will be open back up. Wait, we have like a parallel life. I do it too. You should take, you well, should come. You were on like Johnny Carson and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But right right now I'm just doing it on Zoom and I'm in a class. You should be, if I knew you did this, because I'm in a wonderful class right now that gives us opportunities for performing at Flappers, which is a comedy club, but we're doing all our shows online. I'm doing it with my husband. Yeah, I didn't know that you were into that. That's so cool. And I forgot that you used to be professional stand-up comedians. I mentioned it, but now I remember. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, I would love, I would love that because um, I even, we, we used to have a vegan venue in Phoenix and I used to do a stand-up set that like 60% of the jokes were vegan jokes. And I could really only tell from a vegan audience like no one else would really think it was that funny. But um, yeah, I, I love that stuff. That's so cool. I'm glad I asked this question. If a class comes up again, I'll tell you about it. We, did you hang out with Robert Cheek when, when he lived in Phoenix? He doesn't live Oh yeah, there. absolutely. And we both used to live in Austin together. I've known him for a long time. I've known him since before I was vegan, like back in the MySpace days. I just, yeah, I've known him a long time. That's so funny. Uh, Monica says, are you of Lithuanian descent? Good question. Um, I do have a Lithuanian last name, but I, I, uh, my dad was adopted, so I'm not actually Lithuanian, but I, I rarely get that question. Very few people can put that together, but yes, I have a Lithuanian name, but I'm not actually Lithuanian. Very cool. R says, do you have success in helping whole food plant-based patient who has mild psoriasis? What diet would help and how long would you take to see results? Um, sure. So I've definitely helped people with psoriasis. Um, you got to transition to a more or, or all raw program for a while. Um, I've noticed that some people with psoriasis, this is maybe like 10, 15% have like emotional trauma that they need to work through as well, um, which is a separate discussion on how to heal from that. But um, that, uh, that's what I would suggest. And, I, you know, it's like, how long is it going to take? Well, how long are you willing to give it? You know, because it took me three to four months to heal from what I had. Um, but I started to see results right away. So if you're seeing results, doing it, you, you just, you keep going. But if, if you've hit, um, sounds like you've hit some sort of plateau, it may be time to reevaluate what you're doing. Yeah, I, I watched it. Like I said, I spent all day watching as many YouTubes as I could. I actually saw your interview with Eric Adams and I'll be having him on the show uh, next week. He, he wrote this great new book. And you told the story about that when you experienced a release from having a session, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I definitely, you know, when I was in, I went to chiropractic school basically thinking I was just going to do this stuff um, and just help people with diet. And I didn't, wanted to practice in Texas where you can't be a naturopath, long story, ended up in Arizona where you can, still love what I do, but I kind of backdoored into all this mind body stuff, um, which uh, is super important. Um, a lot of people have past trauma. Uh, childhood trauma, abuse, things like that. And it can actually contribute towards manifesting as chronic disease later in life, especially thing, with things like chronic pain, fibromyalgia, um, things like that. And, and in some cases, autoimmunity. And so there's like mind body modalities that can help people heal through that. Of course, if they don't change their diet, they really have a prayer, but like the two combined um, are really powerful. Yeah. Jamie says, any suggestions for Parkinson's? Um, ooh, Parkinson's is, um, a tough one, um, because part of the brain that actually secretes dopamine has died. Um, so what I would say is make a consult with true North. They have a protocol. I don't do it. I, don't, I haven't learned enough about it, but I've seen it get results that it's basically an over-the-counter supplement protocol that they use that really helps 
uh, Parkinson's. Um, cannabis, uh, medicinally, not like the smoking at kind, but the, the um, like if it's in an oil or a tincture it can help as well. But I think the, 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 the supplement protocol that they do um, at True North is what I've seen like real good results with. Okay. A couple of you are asking how to contact him. I typed it in at the very beginning of the chat. It's here again, and it's also in the show notes. Uh, Florence says, "Do you have a specific weight loss plan?" Uh, I don't. I don't do weight loss. So um, there's plenty of people who do weight loss. Okay, I'm. Um, you know, if you eat whole food, plant based, you'll lose weight. But I'm more about creating health and reversing disease. So I, I know, like Chef AJ, you've written books on weight loss, right? <laughs> So I, if you ask him, just read Chef AJ's books on that stuff. If that's what oh, you're looking for. Well, thank you. Do, do you have any plant-based colleagues or family? Linda wants to know. Um, family, no, they have, they haven't come around. I'm still the black sheep. Uh, my brother does keto. Last time I checked, and uh, you know, my dad like says it's a good idea, but never follows through. Um, so you know, it's. Uh, no, I have, I have um, definitely have plant-based colleagues. There's a number of doctors uh, in the Phoenix area who are um, who are plant-based as well. One of which I actually we I interned at True North while I was a resident. But if you're looking to find plant-based doctors, there's a website plantbaseddoctors.org. If you're sick of going to a doctor who's telling you start eating chicken again, kick them to the curb. Find someone on plant-based doctors. That's what I would, that's my advice. Absolutely. Are you on that website, by the way? Oh, of course. Yeah. Great. Terrific. Gina says, do you do, do you do telehealth and do you take insurance for people on Medicare? Um, answer question one. Yes. Do telehealth. Um, but no, I, I don't. Um, Medicare doesn't cover um, anything that I would do on telehealth. Great. Uh, my daughter-in-law has lupus. Would she be able to contact you? Absolutely. Would love to be able to help her. Great. Have you worked with people with clinical depression? What's clinical depression mean as opposed to, I mean, is there a non-clinical depression? I mean, I think that means that they've been diagnosed. Um, you know, I don't specifically seek that out. People have, have um, you know, with other conditions have seen me who also deal with depression, but that's not a condition that I am going to say that I treat or I want to work with. I can definitely refer um, that to, to other people who, um, who, who, yeah. who deal with it better than I do. But well, like uh, Dr. Doug Lyle, for example, or Dr. Yeah. Jen Hawk, true North psychologist. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, let's just tell them, send them that way. Cause they're that's, both, awesome. you know, we're getting a lot of questions, Dr. Vanillis about what to eat. Like for example, Karen, what to eat with rosacea, but it's really, it's kind of the same diet for every disease. I mean, you may tweak the amount of fat or the amount of raw, but it's basically, you know, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, no sugar, oil, salt. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know if you're SOS free, but at least minimal. And, and that's kind of the answer, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. We can tell, and it sounds kind of um, strange to people because they're like, well, isn't there a different diet for every disease? Um, well, there's one diet for health and health is really the absence of disease. And so the medical model is that basically there's a disease and then there's a cure, whether it's a pill or it's an injection or it's a powder or it's whatever. Um, and, and it's sort of this quid pro quo model of like disease A takes pill A and disease B takes pill B. And um, with health, the health model doesn't really look, work like that, but people still sort of drag that medical model over when they get into the health model and think like, okay, well, I got to have blueberries for lupus and I got cherries for diabetes and I got to have pomegranates 
for, you know, heart disease, but really all plant foods uh, promote health. And so it'll, it'll work. I mean, you know, people who may have allergies or sensitivities to like nightshades or gluten or, or whatever, and you, you work around that, but the fundamentals are the same, like you mentioned. So absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's interesting. There's one diet that caused all these diseases. <laughs> it's called the standard American diet. Good point. Yes, yeah. absolutely. One, one diet to cause them all, one diet to reverse them all. Yeah. People don't say, well, I wonder what diet caused my diabetes or my obesity or my heart disease or my, it's all the same diet, processed food, animal products. Do you, do you cook for yourself? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like, what does a day look like for you now? I, cause I watched all your, what I eat in a day videos, but they've, they've changed a little bit. Yeah. So, um, pretty much. And, and it changes seasonally cause I do a lot of fruit. Um, so um, first meal of the day is high water fruit. Today I had two big papayas. Okay. They, I haven't actually eaten papaya in, in a while because the mangoes have been so good, but, um, it was fantastic for lunch. I do a green smoothie, which is generally just really ripe bananas and half a head of lettuce in, in the Vitamix, full Vitamix, full of that. And then dinner, I do, um, a salad. Usually I, I, I tend to just like to eat a lot of greens with some sort of homemade dressing, whether it's like, you know, just blend mangoes and throw it on or like lemon tahini or something like that. And then um, I'll do steamed potatoes, steamed rice, um, like steamed buckwheat, something like that. Maybe occasionally I'll bake potatoes um, and occasionally I'll steam some greens, but I don't really like to get too fancy with sauces or anything like that. I, especially being a true North, like I just got used to eating it plain and it was fine. So I, it, 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 it's simple, not a lot of ingredients. I don't get fancy. I wouldn't consider myself a chef at all. And I kind of like it that way. I think those of us that eat this way, we, we wouldn't do it if we didn't love it. But if, if you haven't experienced true north or neuroadaptation or getting off all the chemicals, people just think we're crazy. And it's, but our, we love our food just like they maybe love theirs. Yeah. And so you have this idea like, oh, I could never do that. I could never eat that way. I would miss cheeseburgers so much. Or I would miss pizza so much. Like, you're not going to miss what it does to you. Like, I'll tell you that much. And um, once you start feeling good, that's motivation enough to do it. And eventually, like you said, neuroadaptation, your taste buds change. Now I could never go back to that stuff. I mean, I, I love the food that I eat. I wouldn't want it any other way. But like people who don't get it, who haven't done it, that sounds like a stretch, but um that's how the, the brain neuro adapts and we begin to love the health food. It, it can happen. Like, you don't believe me? It's happened to plenty of people. You can change your taste buds and start to love healthy food and not even want, not even want. You know, what's interesting is um, I used to basically eat whatever I wanted and um, I never gained weight or anything like that. And so I thought it was just because I had good genes. And so like at, at a work thing, they'd be passed around brownies. Like they brought in brownies or whatever. And I would be the guy that took two brownies and um, people would be like, Oh, it's going to catch up with you when you're older. Like you're getting away with that now, but you know, and I'd be like, no, I have good genes. I'm going to be fine. And, like I was in this denial game. The irony is that it caught up to me, but not that I gained weight. So when people are like, can you do weight loss? I'm like, no, don't talk to me about weight loss. I never lost any weight. Um, so it caught up to me. I got, I got really sick, but I didn't gain weight. And then once I changed my diet and, and then they would pass around the brownies again and be like, no, 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 I'm good. Like I had a mango smoothie today. Like, no, thanks. And it'd be like, how are you refusing this? You are the one who used to eat it all. Like, well, you know, things have changed, you know? So, but it was kind of funny what people remember, what people say. 
Yeah. I love, I love that. You know, cause Dr. Lyle says we're designed, we're supposed to love healthy food. When people say to me like, Oh, it's so sad. You didn't have cake for your birthday. You don't have any treats. Well, every meal is a treat and not being obese and being stuck in the pleasure trap. That's the treat. That's the real treat. Health oh. is the treat. Yeah. Not addiction. Yeah. So do you, do you, are you strictly SOS free a la gold hammer? Um, you know, pretty much. Uh, I got invited out to a vegan restaurant for my friend's birthday the other night and there's probably salt in whatever I ate, but, um, you know, I, I, yes. But at home, you don't, you don't, you don't add it at home basically. No, no. Yeah. Good. Well, good. Yeah. I, 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 are you single by any chance? Cause you'd be quite a catch. <laughs> oh, that's not really something I want to talk about, but. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to have asked it then. I apologize. Okay. Um, it's just that there were comments and that's why I said it. So please, oh, okay. accept, my, please accept my apologies. Okay. Thank you. And uh, I can edit this out if it's, if it's troublesome. Uh, Carmen says, can sarcoidosis go into remission or be reversed with a raw diet? Uh, sarcoidosis. Um, you know, um, if the plaques have already formed, like it can be reversed to some degree, but there's a point where it can progress where some of what happens, the scar tissue can be irreversible, but it can definitely improve. Uh, but if you catch it early enough, yeah, you can, you can definitely like fully reverse it. That is great. Do you, obviously not right now, but do you travel a lot? People are asking how you manage to eat this way when you travel. Oh yeah, sure. Um, so um, I travel a fair amount. Um, you probably know Robbie Barbero. Yes, very well. So he invented this life hack that I use all the time, but it's basically you take the banana box, which is a 40 pound box of bananas. And, uh, you know, you have the boxes left over. Cause if you're like me, you buy bananas by the case from time to time and you fill it with fruit and you fill it with plant, plant foods. And it fits perfectly on the overhead container on the plane. <laughs> so you pack your carry on and you know, your, your backpack, and maybe you have your suitcase, which you, you check, and then you just put your fruit and your vegetables like up above. And uh, I, I find that works the best. Um, you know, if you're driving in a car, you can bring an Instant Pot, you know? Um, you can bring a rice cooker. Um, it's doable on the road. You just kind of got to plan ahead. You know, you can't just expect that, you know, you're going to show up somewhere and, um, and they're going to have what you need. And that goes with anything doing whole food plant-based. You're going to BYO most of the time. You just get used to it. And then you realize you can bring your own on a plane, on a boat, on a car, on a motorcycle, wherever you go. That's great. Yeah, it can be done. Uh, Julianne says, can you address food allergies, for example, tomatoes in relation to autoimmune disease, such as psoriasis? Uh, so a lot of people with psoriasis are nightshade, nightshade sensitive, um, which includes tomatoes, includes eggplant, includes bell peppers, um, white potatoes, and nightshades are high in a, in a compound you may have heard of called nicotine, which is toxic. Um, not nearly as much as tobacco. Tobacco is also a nightshade. And so people with um, psoriasis, psoriatic arthritis um, can be nightshade sensitive to all the, all the um, nicotine that's in those plants. So they, you know, they got to avoid them, uh, but there's 80,000 other edible plants. So there's options, but um, you know, have people healed from food allergies? I have. I don't know how I did it. Uh, I, cause I was doing so many different things. It's hard to pinpoint it. So it's not, I have seen people reverse them, 
Um, but if you, if it's like, Hey, write the manual of how do I heal from food allergies? I wouldn't know what to tell people, but I've seen it happen. But otherwise, you know, people say, Oh, I can't have gluten or I can't have tomatoes or like, there's plenty of other plant foods out there. You can work around it. Absolutely. Uh, people are asking if they've had any success working with people with asthma. Asthma. Um, you know, I, I haven't really like worked with anyone one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I would say that, you know, the two biggest things I would say for asthma, if you're dealing with that is number one, like, yeah, plant-based, like dairy is probably the most inflammatory thing. I've seen so many people who don't even go fully plant-based. They just get off dairy and their asthma improves. Um, and then, um, it's been shown in, in the literature that, um, uh, people who get regular chiropractic adjustments, use their inhaler less often, experience less severe symptoms. Um, what's interesting is like the amount of air that can blow out of their lungs doesn't change, but the need for the inhaler and the, um, the severity of the reported symptoms decreases. So I would say cut out dairy, get into chiropractic care. If it's, especially if it's a young kid, um, plant-based as much as possible. I didn't realize this, but um, after talking, and I'm sure you know Nate Gershwell, Dr. Nate Gershwell has been on the show. He's coming back actually with his grandmother who inspired him to become a chiropractor. There's two different schools of chiropractic and I wasn't aware of that. Um, I mean, there's, well, there's many, it's a spectrum of, uh, of uh, philosophies. And, and I don't know if you remember that talk six years ago where I met you, Dr. Goldhammer, uh, Dr. Gershfeld was there too. That's the first time I met him. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, um, there's many, uh, there's many approaches. There's over 200 different techniques. So he does a technique that probably only hundred people in the country practice. I do a technique that maybe 200 people in the country practice. Um, there's a wide range of approaches and, uh, it's not like medicine where everybody has to fall in line and do it the exact same way or kicked out of the club. It's kind of, we all just do everything a little bit differently and everybody still manages to find a way to get along. It's kind of like the Jews. Um, I know we're both Jewish, right? So it's like there's reform and there's orthodox and there's reconstructionist and, and we, you know, we're all still under one umbrella, but we do things a little bit differently. That's a great analogy. Yeah, there was, um, we had uh, Dr. Stephanie Peacock from True North and she did something, I can't even think of the name of it now, but it, it really hurts the, one, the type that she does. It's a very specific kind that, that I never heard of either. Some, um, some kind of release technique that was- okay. Yeah, it's very, yeah, no, I love chiropractic. I'm so lucky I finally found one here. I mean, I, I loved going to Dr. Goldhammer when I was there. He was, he's an amazing chiropractor. Yeah, I remember he, like I was interning there and he's like, well, let's see what your skills are. And I was like, I'm adjusting Dr. Gold. Like this is one of the most interesting moments of my life. Oh, that's neat. That's yeah, so cool. That, that I love yeah. that he, I love that he does that because yeah, yeah that, that's really cool. Let's see. Uh, Apple says, do you work with people who have chronic fatigue? Can we hear your insights into myalgic encephalomyelitis? Yeah. Okay. So that's the autoimmune disease I ended up having. So um, am I an expert in healing from that? I would say absolutely. Um, you know, chronic fatigue, uh, you know, it's an interesting beast because um, there's, a, there's a lot of ins and outs and what have you on the cause and things like that. But uh, yeah, definitely plant-based diet, raw or high raw is definitely super important for that. Yeah. What do you think it is? You know, cause it's, it's so true. I don't think people have to be a hundred percent wrong unless they want to be, but it is, it is just seems to be unparalleled for all these healing stories I hear. What, what do you think it is about the raw? That's just so special in cases of, of reversing chronic disease. Um, sure. So to some degree eating food 
um, uses the body vital energy. Okay. And so um, if you're eating food that's really hard to digest, like cheeseburgers and pizza, like you're going to suck up all your vital energy, just fighting off that food. Um, you know, you, you go more and more towards the spec on the spectrum towards like whole plant foods and then raw foods. These foods require less and less energy to digest and assimilate. And that frees up the body for more healing. And then of course the ultimate is that you don't eat anything at all. You do a fast. And of course you have to rest and everything so that the body can just use all vital energy on, on healing. That's like the ultimate. So um, it, it's pretty ironic that people say food is medicine or it heals you. Like, no, it doesn't. The body heals itself. It's just like, how much do you, like how much work do you want to give it to do to eat the food that you consume? And, and, and raw fruits and vegetables are like the least amount of work for the body to digest and assimilate thereby reappropriating other work towards healing. Got it. Because uh, our saying, what's the best raw vegetables you should consume with autoimmune disease? Any particular vitamins or minerals you need, such as omega-3 or a certain amount of water you should have daily? Um, sure. Great questions. So, you know, like we talked about before, it's not a medical model where there's a certain fruit or vegetable that's the best. Um, you know, you got to eat a lot of leafy greens and a lot of, um, a lot of fruit. Uh, for omega-3s, you want to be doing um, flaxseed, chia seed, hemp seed, um, you know, a few times a week. Um, definitely want to be doing, everybody should be doing a B12 supplement, vegan, plant-based, raw vegan, any of that, omnivore, B12, uh, as well as vitamin D. Um, so those are the two supplements that I take and I recommend people take. Um, uh, I think that answers that question. That's great. That's great. Have you been able to still do your job during the pandemic? Because some of it's, a lot of it's virtual. Yeah, a lot of it's virtual. I've definitely, um, you know, I have people that don't want to come into my office or chiropractic patients and I understand. Um, but I think if anything, I've seen, you know, more business on the virtual stuff because people are realizing like, whoa, um, if I'm immune compromised and there's a pandemic, like I got to figure this out or like, if there's a pain, like I need to just take care of my health in general because they're seeing what's happening. And it's like, they kind of knew for a long time that they should like step up their game with their health. And now it's like, this has spurred them into action. So, you know, I think that's important to realize like a lot of what's going on. It's, uh, you know, even though there's so many bad things happening, like a lot of people are waking up and going, wow, like I can't sit around and hope that like the government comes up with a vaccine or, or, you know, they come up with a cure, like, I, I have to take my health into my own hands. So I, I think that's, that's been really good uh, as, as sort of a, um, a, a silver lining to all that's been going on. Yeah, a lot, yes, that's true. Uh, Peter says, my partner recently had tainted plant-based meatballs, which I had to bring him to the ER for. He is now constantly in pain and weak and cold. What should we do for his possible severe gut issues? Ooh, um, hmm, that, that's kind of out of my pay grade. Uh, I would say find a plant-based gastroenterologist yeah. doing that kind of thing, like Angie Sadegi or go on. And, and, and they do, and they do telemedicine now. So yeah. Angie Sadegi, who is a gastroenterologist, along with Dr. Vanenda Mendes, who is a gastroenterologist can do plant-based telehealth now through the Institute of Plant-Based Medicine. I had them on the show. So if you need that resource, I'll, I'll look for that and post it. Yeah. Gut issues are not fun. I did get plant-based, I did get um, food poisoning at OLAC one time, which, you know, as you know, is a uh, raw vegan restaurant in Orange County. Um, so it happens, it happens. Uh, that's unfortunate that this, this, whoever this is still has lingering symptoms. That's, that's, that's scary. I'm not, that, that's, like I said, 
talking yeah. to gastroenterologists. Yeah, actually, I just interviewed 40 GI doctors for an upcoming summit on GI health. And I had food poisoning too. I got it in Mexico. And I also once got it at the Wynn Hotel eating vegan in Vegas. And a lot of times it, it can turn into something called post-infectious IBS. So yeah, definitely want to get your gut in, in order. Gina says, if I wanted to try raw, do you have any recommended people to watch or read to start? Um, I would read, um, this is a bit controversial because I think this guy as a person has done some things I don't agree with, but I think the books he's written have been very, um, very informative and go over the science really well. But Dr. Doug Graham has a book called the 80, 10, 10 diet. And I think if you understand, understand how raw foods work and how to do it, it's probably the best book out there. Great. Thanks. Christina says, do you work with patients who have gout? Gout. Um, I mean, what I do definitely helps for gout. But I think whole food plant-based in general will, will help with gout. Um, so um, I would say like, I, I'm really more focused on working with people specifically with autoimmune conditions. Um, but uh, yeah, whole food plant-based in general will, will reverse gout pretty easily, probably easier than an autoimmune condition. And speaking of Dr. Graham, I, I don't know much about him personally, but he has a weekly show now. It's free. It's called Let's Cook Raw. It's at 9 a.m. Pacific time. I was a guest chef once. And so people can, if they want recipe ideas, they can just, you know, watch that show. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Peter says, how long does food poisoning usually last? It's been two weeks since the ER visit. Not that long. Usually it takes... 36 to 40 hours kick in last for a day or two. So if it's become a chronic thing, that's, that's, it's beyond food poisoning. And I don't, yeah, I don't know enough about it to be able to help. Absolutely. Uh, have you worked with people with fibromyalgia? Patty asks. A lot, a lot of people with fibromyalgia. Yeah. That's a, you see, you've seen good results, huh? Um, you know, it, 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 it varies. Fibromyalgia is, it's not, it's not an open shut case. Okay. Fibromyalgia is basically a bucket term that when people have chronic pain and the doctor doesn't know what it is, they say, Oh, fibromyalgia, your fibros have been myalged. And I really think it's about 27 plus different diseases. And, um, most of them respond really well to diet. Um, some of them, they respond really well to like gentle chiropractic care, like, like Dr. Gershfeld would do, or I would do, um, combination of both is best. Um, but some of, some of it is just like really out there, inexplicable chronic pain stuff that, um, you know, it, I don't, I don't even know, but most of the time we get results for fibromyalgia. That's great. Let's see. Uh, I have Crohn's disease and was told I need to take probiotics for the rest of my life. How does he feel about that? Watch the summit because most of the doctors aren't even for probiotics, at least the ones I'm interviewing. Yeah. Um, probiotics, uh, you know, someone, I hate to say it uninformed would, would offer that. You definitely want to, you definitely want better bacteria in your gut, but you're not going to get it in pill form. You need to feed those bacteria plants and then the good bacteria live and the bad bacteria die. Um, cause you can take probiotics all day, but if you're, you know, if you're sowing the garden with bad soil, the good stuff's never going to grow. That's a really good analogy. Somebody's asking about alopecia. Alopecia, um, irreversible as far as I know. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's loss of hair. Um, like if you, I know um, 
you know, uh, Cyrus from Mastering Diabetes, he, he has that condition. He's, he's healed from a bunch of other stuff and he manages type one diabetes, but it'll tell you, he's tried everything in the book to heal from alopecia. And, you know, there, there are um, pharmaceutical medications and, and like magic pill shampoos and stuff, but I don't, I'm, I'm not thinking that any of that is safe or effective, but I, yeah, I think it's pretty much a done deal, unfortunately, with alopecia. Yeah. That's too bad. Ruth says, do you work with people with Lyme? Lyme, uh, Lyme is very, very tricky. So I will talk to people with Lyme and sometimes I can help them, but um, it's a very complicated beast. And so oftentimes I like co-manage them with someone else. or I refer them out. Um, that's uh, that Lyme is like the last frontier. Melinda says, can a plant-based diet help with low thyroid so that medication is not needed? Uh, we answered that earlier. Uh, most of the time, yes. Uh, most, uh, most low thyroid is autoimmune in nature. When you switch to a plant-based diet, you can, you can reverse that and your body immune system stops attacking your thyroid and then the thyroid can do its job. There are some other types of um, low thyroid that are different cause that are a little bit different. But if you have a good practitioner who runs the right lab tests, Cause a lot of practitioners in the thyroid, they'll run like one or two markers. They'll run, they'll look at like your TSH and maybe your T3 and then go, Oh yeah, we need to put you on medication. But really someone who knows what they're doing will look at about, you know, a dozen or so markers in the thyroid to really figure out what's going on. So they know the cause and then they can, they can address it appropriately. Most of the time diet works. Um, but you really want good labs with a good doctor who um, knows what they're doing. Yeah. Even if it doesn't work, I think people should at least try it. Right. Cause yeah. there's no, yeah. no, no real downside to it. I know that Dr. Goldhammer mentions to avoid gluten for people with Hashimoto's. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's good in general. I mean, I, I don't go out of the way to say I'm gluten free, but no, I, I, yeah, I think, um, we can go down the rabbit hole of like why, you know, there's issues with gluten, but this, I don't think it might be a little much for today. That's okay. Uh, let's see. Can a plant-based diet dissolve gallstones? Abby asks. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they get so big that they have to like, um, that like they need some help. Like they have like little zapper things they can do that kind of breaks them up into smaller pieces and then it's easier to do it. But I uh, would definitely go the diet route before just getting your gallbladder cut out, the gallstones cut out. Yep. Makes sense. Carol has an interesting question. Is it difficult to diagnose an autoimmune disease? Are there people that could have an autoimmune disease, but it never gets diagnosed? Yeah, about one in two people who have an autoimmune disease go undiagnosed. So um, the, the statistics is about one in 14 Americans have one diagnosed. And then there's another one in 14 who are walking around undiagnosed. So one in seven Americans has an autoimmune condition. Um, but the, yeah, a lot of times they just haven't been formally diagnosed. Yeah. What's of all the things you do, what's your favorite, a type, either type of patient to work with or type of adjustment to yeah, something that really excites you? Um, I would say, I would say just working with people who, um, you know, they get well, but also their life changes, whether that's, um, you know, they meet somebody or they change careers or they, their relationship with a family member heals. Um, a lot of times, like, you know, when we transform our health on the physical level, a lot of times our health 
transforms on the like mental, emotional, spiritual level and people grow as people. And I think that's the coolest thing to see happen. Yeah. I love that you have dogs or dog. Dog. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. I think they're very healing too. I can, I can bring him over if we want to get a look. What's his name? His name's Tuesday. Nice. And today is Tuesday. So it'd be today is Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> That's even, it's even better. You know, I'm, I'm going to post the link for you, Peter, how do you book an appointment with a plant-based GI doctor right here? It's at the Institute of Plant-Based Medicine. They have a bunch of other specialties as well, but Vanessa Mendez can do them. So there we go. Yeah. How did you name your dog Tuesday? Did you get him on a Tuesday? Um, you know, it was, um, I got him and, uh, was like determined to name him Pickles. And, uh, you know, first trip to the dog park and I'm like, come here, Pickles. Hey, Pickles, come here. Like, I just felt like such an idiot say, like saying Pickles, Pickles, Pickles. <laughs> I was just like, came up with another list of names and, and it was just like, oh, Tuesday. That actually sounds like pretty good. That's unique. I'll just go with that. But it was completely arbitrary. That's cute. That's cute. I've never heard that name before, but I, I do. I love dogs so much. I think, I think they're very healing too. In addition to all the other things we're talking about. Totally. And, and I've heard that like pet adoption during the lockdown has just gone up astronomically because all these people are like, they're home alone. They want companionship, get a dog. I think it's great. Yeah, that's great. I think, yeah, I think that plays a big part on our, on our recovery, how we feel in that way. Well, it's sure been fun talking to you again. I hope it's not another six years next time. And that's just so funny that I have Dr. Goldhammer tomorrow. So. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, if I have a passing through on LA, I'll have to come by and say hi. Yep. I'm, well, I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm in Indio now. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, everything's in the show notes. And if you guys want to book a, a free call with him, you can, or just check out his website or his YouTube channel. There was a great interview yesterday with Eric Adams, who has a new book coming out next week. Oh, Roller Girl says she has, a, she had a Siamese cat named Tuesday. So I guess it really is a plant, a name, a pet name. Okay. Yeah. I'm also really active on Instagram too. That's probably where I actually post the most. So that's just my name, Dr. Benjamin Benoulos. So you can find me on there too. Perfect. I'll post the link for that as well. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Benoulos for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And thanks everyone for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow twice. 11 o'clock is Brenda Carey, who founded the Vegan Health and Fitness Magazine. And at 2 p.m., we have the man, the myth, the legend, Dr. Alan Goldhammer. Thanks again, Dr. Benoulos. Thank you, Chef AJ.